All right, so this applies, too, to other spiritual expressions which you find in this book. Do not let any prejudice you may have against certain spiritual terms deter you from honestly asking yourself what they mean to you. So this is where you're going to have to learn to read the book. You turn the statements into questions. It's not about what someone tells you it says. It's very clear what it says. They're telling of their experience. So I need to quit looking out there for my answers and ask myself these questions and find out that I can prove the power of God to me and through me because they'll come to me. How many of you have had that experience? At the start, this was all we needed to commence spiritual growth to affect our first conscious relation with God as we understood him. So they're talking about a God as they understood him, but they're talking to you about the awareness of being aware of the relationship they were building because of that presence in and on them. Does that make sense? So you can see why they would shed their atheism and their agnosticism, because an agnostic just means you doubt the power. And once the power is flowing through us, there ain't no more doubt. I may doubt that it's coming again next time. In fact, I probably will, which is why the manner of living. Afterward, we found ourselves accepting many things which then seemed entirely out of reach. That was growth, but if we wished to grow, we had to begin somewhere so we used our own conception, however limited it was. So the promise is, you start where you are, you don't stay where you are. Your obligation is to share your honest doubt and prejudice. Our obligation collectively is to answer you honestly if we can, and if not, to get into prayer with you until the answers come. Does that make sense? Okay.